Beyond Yacht Rock, Yachter and Yacht, Volume 88. My name is J.D. Riznar. Hollywood Steve. I'm Dave. Hunter. Um, we're the podcast that we do Yacht Rock stuff and also whatever. Listen, this is a mini-sode, and so what happens is you write in songs. Whoa. Whoa. Ooh, what? Jeez, hot. What got, is? That is running hot. What is oh. this hot jam? You know what? This is off of YouTube, so it's um, running hot. Um, okay, so you guys wrote in songs you want to know if they're yacht or yacht, so we rate them on the Yachtsky scale, 15 above Yacht Rock songs, uh, below 50, Yacht Rock. This is written in by Rick Such at R Such, and he writes, Rick from uh, at In Music Cast here. So Rick is the host of um, Inside Music Cast. It's the podcast that interviews all our guys, all ah. the session guys. If you want to know what Jay Graydon sounds like, they got like three or four interviews with him over the years. Huh. Uh, Lukather, uh, Jay Gruska, Buchanan, whoever you can dream tons, of. Tons of them. That we've ever tons talked about. Anybody we've ever talked about who's still alive, they talk to them and they all talk about Jeff Beccaro. Man, I just had a name boner just mm-hmm. a second ago. You were dropping some names. Mm-hmm. So Rick Such, and he actually said, we should have you, you guys on the podcast sometime. And I was like... No, you are like no. You, you should have interesting people on. Yeah, you should. You are the <laughs> Olympus. Like you have the gods on, and we're, mm. we are not worthy. To, that would be a very boring interview. Um, but actually, half the guys are really into Jesus now, and they are really boring interviews. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so really, the bar is kind of low. Yeah. Uh, but it's great to get to know these guys as real people. So Rick, Rick writes. How about Proud by the Joe Chimay Band? It's on the obscure side, but I'm thinking it could possibly drop anchor in the land of smooth from you discerning stewards of yacht. This is from the 81 album, The Riper the Finer, by the Joe Chimay Band. Personnel is just the Water Sisters on background vocals. Uh, Joe Chimay, a little bit about him, he was a background vocalist and a session bassist, and at the time of this album... Uh, he was touring as a background vocalist for Pink Floyd on their tour supporting the wall. Kind of a fun fact about Joe Chimay. He's kind of in the back of uh, the Pink Floyd stage going, doo-wop-wop-wop, doo-wop-wop, ooh. I like that Pink Floyd song. It's one of my favorites. So, this is the Yacht Rock song, boys. Indeed. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? Yeah. I put it on the boat. Steve. I think it's a yacht rock song. And I am a discerning steward of yacht. So there. What is it about this song? This is. It's a little hold the line. It feels late. It's from 81, though. This. This is what America should have been aiming for when they were looking to get something on the boat. You talking about the country or the band? <laughs> the band, it does feel... A little yeah, bit of both. It does have an America feel. It's the vocals. It's oh. The, it's the tight harmonies. There's a good guitar solo. It's not too bad. I don't know if I'd call that a solo. <laughs> it's more of a fill. He played... He played uh, 
be do do do. We put four four notes together. I think two of them are the same though. <laughs> I give this a I give this a fifty nine. I'm not super jazzed about it, um, but I can't deny its yadiness. Because it's got a lot of elements. It's got the e piano, the instrumentation, the arrangement's kind of interesting. That was definitely. Composi a, I think the composition's there. And yeah. I, that was a yacht rock opening baseline right yeah. there. I mean, it is this guy basically is a session musician. That always helps. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Was there personnel on this? Did, did you? The Water Sisters are oh, doing that's background it? vocals. Yeah. Huh. Well. I, I'm I'm still okay with it. I, I'll give it a, 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 a 56. Yeah, those your numbers feel feel right. Five and six. Yeah. Uh, 58. I think you're all a little low. I'm gonna give it a 67. Did you give a number? 59. Had you given the number? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, dumb dick. What was it? Was it 59? 59. Okay. Just making sure you did. The way you said it, I couldn't tell if it came out before or after. Anyways, it's total. We got a 60. That's Yacht Rock. This next one written in by Wing P. Noit, a.k.a. Matt Bird at Wing Noit. I got to turn it back up. This is Sarah Dash. City boy. Ooh. Uh, he writes, my kind of boy. Penned by Mark Jordan. Album credits include Luke, Vinding, Steuben House, and a horn dog or two. Overseen by fi famed Boogie in Your Butt producer David Wolfert. Sounds like it could have been an Olivia Newton-John hit. Hashtag yacht and yacht. Well, let me start by saying thanks for using the hashtag. That's it. That's all I have. Okay, you start. No, what are you going to finish with? Uh, I think jazz are the onions of uh, music. A lot of layers. Spicy. Yeah. But just, what, just like jazz. But what I don't like about onions is that, like, the shape is there, mm -hmm. but then the taste is just doing whatever it wants. Yeah. It's all about the flavors you can't taste. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is from Sarah Dash's 1981 album, Close Enough. Is it? Are we done? Is this good? <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Is it close enough to get on the boat? Too bad. Uh, not bad personnel, uh, as Wingnoid said. And this song also features yacht guitarer Dean Parks. Um, another album credit of, of note: "Vibes and Bells" by Gary Coleman. Nothing like shattered dreams. Shattered dreams. Oh yeah. Feel like a um, Sarah Dash was born in Jersey and started her career in Philly. She was a member of LaBelle. Oh, okay, that's where I remember. And the two other ladies from. in LaBelle, they were, they'd go buck wild, Patty LaBelle and the other one. They'd go buck wild. Singing good. Um, Sarah Dash would be the one who'd have to sort of be the anchor, kind of hold to keep things grounded. So she's boring. Uh, in the late 80s, she'd sing background vocals for the Rolling Stones on the Steel Wheels album and tour and stuff. And uh, also on Keith Richards' solo garbage. Oh, the, the talk is cheap. I don't that know. one. I don't care. Uh, some of the stuff he did with the expensive winos. Maybe. I oh yeah. That's expensive with an X. 
So yeah, this is written by Mark Jordan. That's important because he's a very important yacht rocker. That's an yeah. important thing to consider. I always like a yacht rock song about uh, the city. Sometimes, like an occasional one. And I like a good song about a boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got something for both of us. You know, I heard Macho Man in a bar today. <laughs> I've never heard Macho Man in a bar before. You like his his album? No. No, it wasn't that cool of a bar. The song by the Village People. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, not. Uh, I thought you were talking about Be a Man. Yeah, the uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage's uh, answer to Hulk Hogan's album. Yeah, his 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 rap album. I like the percussion in this song. I'm trying to think of. I can hear a little uh, cowbell, maybe even or a wood block. Oh yeah, I hear that. I don't know. What is... I don't know about this one, boys. Yeah. City boys. I'm thinking... Uh, I think... I'm thinking mid to high 40s. This opening is good. Yeah, I like this. It, it sounds like a Christopher Cross yeah. opening. Like mm-hmm. Christopher Cross about to write a mm-hmm. theme so- TV theme song. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch this show, though. This chorus... This verse is good. The verse is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just starts going wacko bonanza mm-hmm. and uh, bananas and I think that this verse is as it's going. I think this verse is good enough to get it on the boat because it. I would, the, there we go. Let's hear. And this would fit right in on any yacht rock playlist. Sixty-two. Well, what year was this? Uh, Eighty-one. No, wait. Let me see. Yeah, you know, Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Yeah. This sound. This sounds like it would. Like if it was seventy-seven, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Yeah, they're going on the right way, yeah, right yeah. path. We're going heading in the right direction on this one." And be, I would be more forgiving. But eighty-one seems a little late. For this song—it's so smooth. It's so middle of the road. It's it's jazzy. There's e piano, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If not the right kind of synth. There's, it's got the crossfire sound. Yeah, it does have that crossfire. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the biggest drawback is the chorus, really. Yeah. And the end of the song is a lot of chorus. But, you know, it's like my t-shirt metaphor. Put a couple stupid things on a t-shirt, still t-shirt. Even if it hurts to wear. Listen, we could all tape a bag of broken glass to our shirt and call it Yacht Rock, but that doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean it belongs on the boat. Um... I'll, I'll give this a. I'm gonna give this a. Yeah, 53. That's exactly the number I had in my head. I'm gonna go straight up 50. Cause I'm a coward. Do you know Macho Man Randy Savage and I have the same birthday? Nope. November 24th, 23rd. 15th. November 15th. <laughs> oh yeah. God, you do a good Randy Savage, man. That's the day I came out of my Miami's Virginus. Yeah, I always heard him say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That word Virginus just came out of my mouth. I wasn't expecting you it. Also said, it came out of your mouth just like Macho Man came out of his mother's you vagina. You also said, so- ma'am. <laughs> Ma'ams. <laughs> really, really proud of yourself. It wasn't. It gave birth to a new word. <laughs> That's not a new one. That's a portmanteau, and we all know what it's a combo of. I fell in love with Miss Elizabeth and her great big vaginas. Oh, man. 
We got an episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 Miss, Miss Elizabeth had a whopper. All right. Oh. Wait, we all gave scores, right? Yeah. Did you ever see yeah. a disappearing 50, watermelon trick? 54.5. That's Yacht Rock. You and watermelons. What? The next one. I don't even like watermelon. Written in by rude female person at Naz Puller. Been listening to a lot of Shaka Khan lately, and I came across the song Eye to Eye off of the Feel for You album from 1984. I know Shaka's on the boat for a couple of other songs, and Eye to Eye sounds yachty as fuck. Also, she's touring with Michael McDonald this summer. Hashtag yacht and yacht. Um, personnel on here is nothing to sneeze at. Well, actually, you can sneeze at it. Uh, is Rob Mounty humping his Synclavier Sincl- keyboard down the stairs. And get this. Guitars by Michael Cimbello. Keyboards and synth by Dan Cimbello. Co-written by John Cimbello. And backing vocals and some synth programming by Cruz Cimbello. This is like the debarge of Cimbellos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's... You just named some bellows. <laughs> That's four some bellows. Okay, here's here's how it breaks down. I was uh, I piqued my curiosity. Here's how it breaks down. Dan, John, and Michael, all brothers. The woman named Cruz Baca Sambello is Michael Sambello's wife. Ooh. Do you think they met at the Bossa Nova Hotel? Uh, everybody has also has credits on Bossa Nova Hotel. They may have. Maybe a special place. She saw Michael Cimbello all greased up in that. If I uh, if I remember the album cover of that hotel, I don't think men and women were hooking up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, song seems like some pretty straightforward. Um, I like the chorus. Shaka Khan pop funk. Yeah, I like the chorus though. It's a lot closer. The chorus with slightly different production could really be hot. But that's that really like aggressive slappy bass. It's just a different genre than Yacht Rock. I can I can hear it in the beat. It's got that kind of swinging bouncy beat. It's got a That's a horrible guitar. It's just feels too it's a little dancey. It's too, it's too 80s. It's an R and B song. It's too it's a, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah. Which a little too Faltermeyer. Yeah. Too uh, yeah synth pop synth synth dance. Here's what I don't like about this show that we do is that these wonderful songs. This is a sweet song, and we have to like listen to it and go. Uh, I don't know about this or that. This song is awesome. I yeah, it's a great song. I don't think it's a yeah right. No one's song. saying it isn't. I just don't I think, think it's on the boat. Here's the thing with this album. 40. 40. Okay. Uh, here's the thing with this album is that uh, it made a few years before probably a lot of stuff that gets on the boat. Mm-hmm. But because of that 1984 sort of uh, adult contemporary jazz, uh, slow jazz, like Anita Baker type yeah. production took started taking over and, uh, and I think kind of very, it's very, very, very crisp. Um, 41. I've also uh, got the same birthday as Rommel, I'm finding out. 
the German. Wait, he German, was a German field marshal. Okay. But I'm November gonna... 15th. You sounded just like him. Mm -hmm. Man, that's uncanny. I gonna... came out of my mom's vaginas. I'm going to give this a 47. That's a, that's a 47, or we still need no, a number? No, we need a number from Steve, right? Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to give it a 46. And uh, it's a 43.5. That's me. All right, my kind of request from Samuel J. Hill at Show the Voice. Uh, took Ed G.D. Risner's advice and listened to more Mark Jordan. Oh, oh. Solid advice. Need to get slipping away off 1983's Hole in the Wall on the boat. Oh, holy smokes, this song fucks. Hashtag Yadon Yacht. Love a good Mark Jordan song. Uh, Hole in the Wall this is Mark's third album after his first album was produced by Steely Dan's guy Gary Katz and album two was produced by Jay Graydon Mark and a buddy of his but I don't really know if they were actual buddies or not uh, just a random guy's name but they produced this album um, Slipping Away has got some really good Michael McWonald backing vocals by the masters Richard Page and Steve George bass by Mike Beccaro um, electric guitar Mike Landau and Steve Lukather synthesizer Boddicker Buchanan I definitely hear Love Like a Wheel on this song. Uh, yeah, this sounds like a, a Kenny Loggins soundtrack song that they might have turned down. Whoa. Until now. This guy brought in some Toto. Mm-hmm. This definitely is like a nice, super smooth hold the line kind of. Wasn't expecting that. Good for you, Mike Jordan. He's the yachtiest guy from head to toe. The Is there any... There's no Toto on this? Nope. Good for you. He knows what he's doing. This is a year... Is this 83? Is a year after Toto 4 came out, so everybody's a, chasing that sound. Yeah, this is a jam. Hell yeah. It's very much... This is Love love Like a Wheel, a little less Yachty, but he brings in some Toto, which makes it way more interesting. He took Love Like a Wheel, which is my favorite Mark Jordan song, and I think it's great, and I don't know if we ever... And we talked about it, but that was the song I couldn't remember what oh, it was. Sound, another song sounded like it, yeah. yeah and, uh, which I love that song. I can't remember if we gave it a number. But he took that song and then added Toto into it, which is amazing. It made it interesting. This is a really nice example of a Yacht Rock song that can rock a little bit. Yeah. Beautiful guitar solo. Hey. I'm not, I can't, this, this is going to be in the 80s, yeah. definitely. Um, I kind of want to keep listening to it, figure out how, how, how high. Hot bridge. E-piano all over this bridge. He does. There are some things that I don't like about it. He's trying to sound tough. Yeah, he's got a Robbie Dupree thing going on. That little. Yeah, he definitely has. And there's that Michael McWannell background vocal by the Pages guys, Mister Mister. Oh, you're slipping away. I give this an eighty-four. What year to come out? 83? Yeah. I'll give it an 84, too. 
Yeah, it was, uh, it was right around there. I was actually going to give it an 80. Thinking of an 83. I was thinking of an 83, but that was the year it came out. So I gave it an 84. I know what you gave it, you dumb dick. Eat my ass. No. Steve? I'm going to give it an even 80. And that's a 82.75. Next song. Okay, so I started to like realize I was getting a couple, like a uh, a suggestion or two for I think a, from uh, uh, like women, and I was like, well, I'm gonna dig and find some suggestions from women to feature. Not a lot. Not a lot. We have, we have a lot of male fans with women voices with women names, <laughs> Kellys and Ashleys and what have you and whatnot. Uh, not a lot of, not a lot of women listeners writing in. Yadernyak question. So come on, ladies. We want to help you. We figure out Yacht Rock playlist. <laughs> it's for your sake, really. Um, don't be shy. It's not like a writer's room. There's not a bunch of men to shoot down your ideas and talk over you all the time. I can't believe the name of this song. Right. It's just that we, we evaluate your idea for a Yacht Rock song, and then you don't get to talk because it's our podcast. Mm-hmm. You'll be treated with the utmost respect. This one's written in by Kit Kat via email, and she writes, Hi, Katie, Dave, Steve, and Hunter! Could you guys please read Who Will the Next Fool Be by the Sayer? I think it's about 50, but I'd love to hear what you think. Thanks! Oh, a woman in an opinion. Leave them to us. Oh, boy. That was a... Annoying sitcom neighbor. She sounds delightful. Bass by Chuck Rainey, guitar Mitch Holder, and Steve Lukather. Percussion by Paul Hihauta Costa. Synthesizer Michael Barker. Michael Barker. Leo Sayer. I don't know a lot about him, but he's he's a Brit, and he's so ubiquitous in dollar vinyl bins, along with Joan Armatrading. I like to think <laughs> that the two of them are married. <laughs> Secretly it's, in my mind. It's so weird how many Joan Armatrading albums there are. Yeah. Like if, if you if you're if you're the kind of person like me who goes to a used music section and you start at the beginning because you want to go through everything, you're always gonna notice like right there in the A section, there's always a huge Joan Armatrading section. Mm-hmm. Like somebody must like Joan Armatrading enough for her to have made that many albums. Yeah, and, and and that somebody once bought these albums and resold them to the used CD or oh. vinyl people. It's like they w- they liked them enough to not go in the trash, but keep until they died and their kids brought it to the album store to be resold. Hey, did you guys hear that harmonica that just came in? Yes, that was Leo Sayer himself playing that harmonica. Ew. Yeah. It's kind of a reggae song. Get a little you know disco what? In Usually it, I'll make fun of your judgment on reggae, but this time, yeah, it's a fucking I like reggae it. song. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I guess I, I guess the broken clock is is right two times, twice a day. Right? Uh, do yeah. We, yeah do we know what year this is? Right. It's uh, 2019, Steve. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out. Pick up a newspaper. You know what? Here's the thing. I went on to Discogs and I had difficulty. I just, I wish there was somebody who could, who could give me some guidance. I got a hot disc dog oh, tip. Uh? Hot disc dog tip I just figured out. 
No, this is like you go on Discogs, right? You're trying to find album credits, song credits. Sometimes it's just like four links to click on. None of them are helping you out, right? Sometimes it's sixteen. Yes. Sometimes it's sixteen. None of them help you out either. What happened? What I did with this one? Okay. I clicked on the song. Sometimes right, the you, name of the song yes. in the so- track listing. And it takes you to a master page for the song, mm. which has the links of all the pages the song is on. I just started right-clicking, opening tabs, and I started to go through and found all these other pages where it's listed. It's just like different versions of the album and stuff. But I found the individual track listings with the personnel on it by doing that. So you're telling me... So you me- click the song... Find the page where all the iter- all the versions of the songs are listed, and just start right-clicking, opening tabs, and go through those tabs so until in- you find so one. So instead of going to the album and clicking all the links until I found the one that they edited with all the the people, mm-hmm. I should go to the song. No, this is this is if that if step one that you just described Failed? falls flat, okay. which happens to me often. And then I I used to go to La Bible de West Coast Music. Which is a great website that just has everything, and that helps a lot sometimes. But if I can do it right on Discogs, you click on the song, open up some tabs for all the links. The way I usually do it is, uh, so the only time anybody on Discogs, I know this is a, just a, a terribly interesting discussion we're having. But when you the go... The whole podcast I, I dis- is a boring discussion of liner notes. So, so. <laughs> so when you go on... Now people can learn how to join our team. When, when you go on there, the first thing you want to look for is LP. Because they're not going to put... They're one, maybe one out of ten you get a, a cassette or, a, or an eight-track right. version or a CD version that has any, has any names on it. And then, depending on country of origin... I click, make sure I click those country of origin by distance. So definitely you have to check the, the U.S. first. And if that's not there, but if you, if, you, if you run into U.S. and Canada, nothing. The next best one, Japan. Okay. Oh, good. Because, you, because they, get, they get it a little later and they really like it. And so somebody goes in there and starts editing that thing, gets it down. And if you still run into problems, click, go to the main one, click the uh, picture, and they usually take a picture of the LP, and you can read what's on it. Yeah, there. I've done that before. It's a real squinter sometimes. It, it can be a squinter. It can, yeah, it can yeah. be. It's not, it's not, not 100% accurate, but right. it gets a, one, out of, one out of three. I think you've got a 33 and a third chance, 33.3333 chance. I love being so desperate to liner notes that we... For liner notes that we yeah. discover stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so like, so we've just gone like, let's back up just a little bit. Not like I have to argue that hard about this not being yacht rock, but there's this part here. Leo says like this has been kind of sounding like a yacht rock song to me. What? This has been sounding like a yacht rock for song you? to me. Not for me. This is from '79, by the way. Okay. This album here. Um. No, I don't like that. Yeah, that's know. that's just he's trying this is, to be this too part disco-y. This is like to... this is like from a black exploitation movie with an all white cast. <laughs> this is this is yeah. This is when a white guy tries to write the soundtrack. That's a wax exploitation movie. <laughs> um 
This is the try and wraps of the black exploitation genre. I do, I do hear the yacht, the slight yachtiness that Steve hears, so I'm not gonna knock it off the boat too far. Leo Sayer has some. I think he may have a yacht rock song or two. If he can only get out of the get out of the way on his own songs, like when it's getting close, he'll pull out a harmonica or something and do something stupid, um, or do some wacky voice or something. But this. This is not it. He's this is he's trying to be too funky on this one mm-hmm. to me. It's like a subversive disco song. Steve, what do you make an argument? Make an argument. I just like I hear it in the melodies. I feel like if you if you slice away some of this uh, this overproduction, yeah, you'll be left with a nice little little old yacht rock song. Yeah, you hear that? I yeah, but I'm gonna give it a forty-six. 45, 45. Steve, what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a 56. It's in the 40s for me, unfortunately. I'm going to give this a uh, 44, 44. Actually, I'm going to bump that up. I'll give it a 45 just like JD. Hmm. 44 seems a bit disrespectful. Hmm. Hmm. Dave? Be as disrespectful as you. Pass. Uh, 42. I'll disrespect the shit out of it. We got a 47. That is Niat Yacht Rock. Ooh. Um, this is how far I had to dig to find female uh, questions. Jennifer, via email two years ago. Back when you used to just ignore female questions, you had to go back to those ones. Don't fight it, Kenny Loggins and Steve Perry. And she writes, Kenny described the song as an experiment in pushing my limits to include rack. From his liner notes from his 1997 compilation yesterday, today, and tomorrow. But curious if he was successful, was the post-yacht time period and the rock genius Steve Perry able to pull him off the yacht? I would love to know what Gene Yatsky thinks. Well, Jennifer, I'm glad that you're still listening to the show two years after you wrote this email. Two, two years after you were rejected. Not rejected. Put in the, put in the folder called Yacht and Yacht in our Gmail. <laughs> put in a binder. <laughs> not you not put rejected. It was just put in the folder yes. called Yacht Rock Rejects. Binders full of women. Oh, my God. We've <laughs> come that, a long way. Was that Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney. Yeah. Oh. Like somebody was like, you don't have a lot of women who work for you. I got binders full of women. <laughs> I think that was the exact quote. Yep. Yeah. Said just like that, and then he went like, <laughs> and he doesn't seem so bad now. No, he's still terrible. Feckless. Um, I love this song. It's so not a yacht rock song though. Yeah. yeah, and he's got that thing that's straight out of uh, uh, "I'm All Right." It's crossing the hold the line. And it's it's rocking too hard. It crosses that hole of the line. Not you don't want to do that if you want to make it on the boat. I gotta hear this this bridge. God, there's just something, something smooth about these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, is that a whip crack? Yeah, it was a whip crack. I love a good whip crack in a song. At the same bar where I heard Macho Man, I heard uh, Tragedy by the Bee Gees. That has a good whip crack in it. 
You should have just put all of Be a Man on instead of yeah. changing the, the BGs. In case you don't know, this is from 82's High Adventure album. What an album. A lot of good songs on here. Yeah, I like the cover where it's just like a working man's Indiana Jones. I gotta say, yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, yeah. he's got in the jacket. Some, some, some say a, a poor man's Alan Quarterman. <laughs> <laughs> Working man's in that it didn't have the budget for a regular Indiana Jones. Um, very, very low stakes. Yeah, Kenny worked really hard to get this off the boat. Because mm-hmm. he, he has this way of being smooth. And he... he, he did all through all the tricks into this one. It does have a Steve very, Perry. It has a very "I'm all right" by Kenny Loggins feel. The, yeah, like, the yeah, and, and like in the back in the background of the song, it's like a boogie woogie rock kind of thing. Like "I'm all right." He put a lot of shit in it. Yeah. If you listen over this, there's a bunch of segments of this song, and he's throwing everything to get this fucking mm-hmm. thing off the boat. Whip cracks, including whip cracks, mm-hmm. including this ending. I don't know. I don't know where to rate it. Subboat, though. I mean, I guess with the personnel, you're gonna give it about a thirty, including this opening. I mean, just he's mm-hmm. he's. This is like a magician doing everything at once. I give it, th- and then he, so it's thirty for personnel, but then he really he actively doesn't want it on the boat, so I give it a twenty-five. Yeah, I gotta respect the. The effort to keep this up. That's boat. that's actually the same number I had in my head, but I think I'm gonna go higher because of personnel, and I've been on a big Steve Perry kick lately. That's a good reason. I'll go 31. I'm still gonna give it a 40 because as hard as he tries, is when he when he says do your do your heart so good the first time. Still smooth. <laughs> <laughs> this was your big karate scene in the series. This is—is is that big? Yeah. This is um, This is Kenny Loggins trying to sell Michael McDonald on how sweet rock and roll is. You know how long it took me to find a, a red ghee for Steve Perry? Where was that? Where did you find that? At a, at like the third or fourth uh, karate store karate geese store listen I've got a little experience in shopping for karate supplies and yeah that's that's not an easy easy get I mean it's, it's easy to find a red belt not not, not easy to find it. well I mean you gotta earn it <laughs> not easy to find a red gee did I keep that God. the devil's gee that's what that was the devil's gi. I might have those gis in my yacht rock prop box. My yacht rock costume. Did I give you box. stuff? Because I was. Yeah, I think needed, I have needed them out of my house. Yeah. I, I'm also gonna give this a forty. I just can't get past the smoothness. See, the hard as this fucker tries, ten below. <laughs> Whip crack. Uh, we got a thirty-four. It is. That was our show, guys. Hey, how did the uh, sure was. how did the uh, the Minnesota thing go? 
You know, it was a lot of fun. Um, crowd could have been bigger. Crowd could have stuck around longer. Yeah. When I after when I was playing my third Mark Jordan song. Yeah. Um, but you know, overall, a nice time. It was a it was a beautiful day in Minnesota and. Um, nice to dump the, the kids off with their grandparents. And, oh uh, yeah, and good for the grandparents. And hit the singles bars. Always tough. Always tough to be there uh, with, without Leah, though. You know, it's yeah. always uh, it's, uh, it's, it's weird, no. it's strange. But you know, it's all, I love hanging out with Mason. Uh, a lot of my favorites came by. Uh, Chuck. Oh, my wedding DJ, Chuck. Yeah. Um, and uh, a lot of other good people. Who'd you meet? You meet anybody new? Uh, anybody new? Yeah. Any, yeah, there was Any names um, that you want to shout out? Yeah, Fowler. He's a guy who wore a green shirt. Uh, oh, Fowler, yeah. he was cool. <laughs> classic. Classic Fowler. Bro. Yeah, he had a buzz cut. Um, yeah. And then... Um, Old buzz cut Fowler. Yeah, green yeah, shirt buzzy. There were these two girls that were pretty funny. Um, Sarah... Oh, and Sarah. Jennifer. Jennifer. They were. Um, She's nice. Yeah. They were was roommates. The same were Jennifer the... who emailed us. No, it was a different, different Jennifer. No. Roommates. I mean, I mean roommates? she may be because she was kind of like giving me this kind of nudgy look that wasn't flirty. It was like, a, did you see my email look? So it might have been her. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. Um, yeah, it was a really good time, and I, you know, I'm available to do DJ sets. I'll do it for free. Just to. Try to make good yacht rock happen. Um, I'm not going to read the credits. I think this is a. Uh, oh, I got a, I got a uh, something to plug. Oh. June, June 8th, mm-hmm. uh, my next tribute band show at the Offbeat in Highland Park. Uh, doing a Motley Crue cover band called Mostly Dudes. With the umlauts. Yeah. Very good. That's going to be a good time. Is my foot still broken? Yes. Star Bands Audio, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.